0: You are listening to Pharmacy IT and Me, your informatics pharmacist podcast. Hi this is Tony Dow, and welcome to another episode of Pharmacy IT and Me. As with every episode, we start off this one saying that the intended audience for this episode are newcomers to Pharmacy Informatics. So, hope you all had a great Thanksgiving with your friends, and... You know, for those of you who aren't from the U.S., we spend this holiday getting together with friends and family to give thanks and show appreciation. And this year was quite a big one for me because it's the first time celebrating Thanksgiving with my wife as a married couple. And we actually had two family get togethers to attend. And we also traditionally host a Friendsgiving event for our group of friends. So for our Friendsgiving, uh, we actually spent a lot of time playing different video games in addition to you know just having a potluck feast. And it inspired today's uh, topic episode. So I own an Oculus Quest, which is a virtual reality headset. That's the first fully standalone, almost PC quality VR headset available. Spending so much time with my friends playing VR games that promote exercising movement, maybe want to record an episode about the applications of VR in health, specifically in pharmacy workflows and education. So today's episode will be about the applications of VR in pharmacy. So let's you know get back to the basics. What exactly is VR? VR is, of course, virtual reality, and it's a technology used to put yourself in what's called a mixed reality. The idea is that you are actually feeling like you are in the experience rather than spectating it. This is done through different techniques like having a 3-dimensional simulated environment with fully interactive interfaces. The term was actually coined by a computer scientist named Jaron Lanier, who formerly worked at Atari before he left and then, formulated his own company, focused on VR goggles and gloves. So virtual reality has already had some usage in healthcare. Some of the more publicized uses of VR have been on the psychological treatment side. Basically, the VR technology can be used to help someone acclimate to certain fears. One of the fears that has been studied for specifically is acrophobia or fear of heights. Specifically, there is an experience available in VR. It's called Ritchie's plank experience that puts you in a setting of walking on a plank off a skyscraper. And this scenario has been studied as a method for treating acrophobia. Other applications would be, you know, other types of phobias that would be expensive to treat, like fear of flying, in which you know, in real life, you would need to have the patient go on the plane every so often to experience the flight. VR allows these types of uh, treatments to be more accessible and less costly for the individual. So, going back to pharmacy, uh, VR actually has some unique applications. The first application is through adjunctive pain treatments. You can treat pain with pharmacotherapies but adding in VR has been shown to be a non-pharmacologic adjunctive therapy that works. There is reduction in pain, anxiety, and distress, especially in children that are undergoing burn treatments versus just medications alone. Longer post-treatment outcomes have also been shown to improve after using VR with pain treatments. They don't know exactly how it works or what the mechanism is, but some theories are, you know, VR helps distract the patient, which, you know, a theory that says people feel pain when they focus on their pain stimulus that's kind of a like theory they work off of, so the VR helps distract them from that. It pretty much alters your perception and includes you know, multiple senses like hearing, seeing, feeling, and others, so your brain is more focused on these senses than what's causing the pain to begin with. In addition, VR has also been shown to reduce stress and help patients relax, which helps in those that suffer from neuropathic pain and fibromyalgia. In this sense, VR is almost used like a cognitive behavioral therapy that gradually trains the patient to shift focus away from the pain. So there's also application of VR as adjunct to pharmacotherapy of anxiety disorders and other similar disorders. For anxiety, panic disorder, uh, OCD, PTSD, and other similar disorders, VR can be used to simulate the environment that triggers these events as a type of exposure therapy. So David Vu, a former guest on the podcast, also known as Full Stack Pharmacist, actually has some experience in this with his app called Anywhere VR. It's used to provide an exposure therapy scenario to autistic children to help them acclimate to a doctor's office setting so that they have less anxiety when they are eventually in that real setting. There's been recent studies that show repeated exposures in VR are better than, you know, a single real exposure to the incident in terms of reducing anxiety to that incident or environment in patients with these disorders. Yet another situation where VR can be used as non-pharmacologic therapy uh, adjunct is simulating environments that trigger addiction, such as alcohol, drugs, and cigarettes. Repeated exposure and practice of basically avoiding and saying no to these addictions has been shown to be effective. Now on the research side, VR can also help a lot with drug discovery. Drug design and drug discovery in 3D helps a researcher in terms of understanding molecules and targets. Visualization tools are very important in discovery, and there are basically uh, 3D models rendered today on computers, but VR increases the immersiveness and interactiveness with the molecules for better visualization of drug targets. VR also has haptic feedback in the form of, you know, rumbles in the controllers. So it gives uh, the researcher a better immersive experience when studying the nature of how the drug targets and molecules fit together. Going on a similar vein to this, because VR allows you to have such a immersive experience with drug structures, teaching pharmacology to pharmacy students is also better in the VR environment. If they get to interact with it, then they may be more likely to remember that because they were actually interacting with it. And finally, on the consumer side of health, Uh, VR can provide a method for patients who are unable to visit the pharmacies, an in-person kind of like virtual method of interacting with a pharmacist through VR. So some of these patients may be bedridden or may not be able to travel to the pharmacy. No, They don't have access to a car or something like that. So having a virtual interaction can help them with getting a personal consultation experience from a pharmacist professional. In addition, they can also use VR in virtual environments to practice using medication like an inhaler without the potential waste of the real medication. So yeah, VR is pretty much a very rapidly expanding technology in the healthcare environment. And though I spoke of a few applications today, I'm sure there are going to be some that I missed and that there are a lot more that's coming in the future. All right, if you like our show, please share with your friends or you can help us out by writing a review on Apple Podcasts or any of your other favorite podcasting services. You can also check us out on social media on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or LinkedIn. And you can also reach out to me at Tony at PharmacyITME.com. If you want to network, you can check out the Pharmacist Slack group at PharmacistConnect.com, which is and tcom There's different topic channels, including informatics, and I've met some great colleagues on there. And I look forward to connecting with you as well. Thank you again for listening. And I'll see you on the next episode of Pharmacy IT and Me. And remember, technology is a tool,